Hey everybody, welcome back to Knock It Off, our weekly podcast on all things real life and real time, adulting and motherhood. Named after our father's go-to phrase when we are pushing the bounds of his patience. This is brought to you by two unqualified and quirky moms with the hope that we help you feel less alone in your plights. This is Bethany Bell. I'm sister number two, mother of three. The other sister behind this endeavor is Kara Wood. This week's story is a reflective one after a dramatic series of events that left me without my primary vehicle for a number of weeks. Please grab some popcorn and enjoy the show. I fell in love with a maverick. Dear Rico, I remember when the idea of you first came to be. I was browsing the smartphone for an update on the latest available vehicles. There were certain checkpoints that we wished for our next mode of transportation to have. I wanted you to be up to date with the movement of the times. Not too small, as we have three children to cram in the back. Not too big, so as not to feel oversized on the road. Just right for maneuverability, comfort, and style. I wished for you to provide efficiency with as little gas as possible as my commuter vehicle. I dreamed about your pastel color, a shade that feels fresh and clean and not easily marked by patrol cars as a target and the cost of what it would take to obtain you. I was looking for practicality and reasonability, willing to pay what you were worth, but not interested in an overindulgence of disposable income. Alas, in the year 2020, there you were, refreshed on the Google screen by the algorithms of creepiness, the new Ford Maverick hybrid truck. The highly cute, Perfectly sized, four-door, five-seater. Enough room in the truck bed for a bike and all of our soccer gear. And with a tantalizing advertisement of a potential 50 miles to the gallon city. As I clicked into the Ford website and learned you would be released in the year 2021 with a starting price just under 20K, you were becoming a reality. If I played my cards right, I could order a specific you that would be mine in less than a year. How exciting, I thought, to to design the exact vehicle I longed for. I discussed it with my spouse who was on board. We already had the basic SUV for the family and this secondary unit would be perfect for my work commutes and for the occasional dump run. There would be tailgates and long drives and climbing in the truck bed alongside the Christmas tree we pick up at the local farm. The family needed her. Off Adam went to place our order at the local car dealership. We put down a negligible deposit and he came home with a printout that confirmed our purchase. You would be birthed in approximately nine months as a hybrid. As time went on and the economy recovered from the COVID-19 pandemic, We learned that your development was slightly delayed as pieces of your body were awaiting resupply. I understand, I told myself, masterpieces are not to be rushed. As the year turned to 2021, my excitement at your arrival heightened. 
a brand new truck for the first time in forever and the beautiful pastel shade of green called cactus gray. And she will take me to town and back two weeks straight without a stop at the jiffy to boot. Your capacities engrossed my thoughts as I continued commuting in our elderly Chevy Cruze, who, for the record, was a solid and good boy. Like many great loves throughout history, our initial courtship began painstakingly slowly, continued delays and lack of updates, and finally an email. A vehicle identification number had been listed, meaning you were slowly gaining entry into the world. Not long after, I received communication that you were complete. You sat at the local Ford dealership ready for me to bring you home. Our family hooted with excitement from afar. As you see, we were out of town at this time. Unable to immediately scoop you up, put a new bow on your roof, and drive you home proudly where we would then snap 53 photos of your perfect complexion for our Instagram page, we asked that you be held in the truck nursery for 48 hours. One will never forget the words spoken from the salesman on the other end of the phone. Do you still want the truck? I never not wanted you. Yes. Yes, 100 times yes, we answer. You see, communal popularity of your family tree had grown and your brothers and sisters were selling like hotcakes off of the lot. This man had itchy fingers to place your adoption and snag a quick commission should we give him the word. Not going to happen. We returned to town and brought our crew of five in to meet you. We admired your shine. We drove you out of there and introduced you to your new home alongside Ned, the family SUV. We have a long family history of naming vehicles as you and you were no exception. A favorite film of ours, Napoleon Dynamite, has a hilarious character that lived to eat fried ribeye steaks and sell 32-piece Tupperware sets. His name was Uncle Rico. We decided on Rico for short. Soon after that, Callahan, our middle child, declared you were Rico Rick Truckee. The first road trip we took together was to our friend's wedding in Isla Morada, Florida. You hummed and cruised as a group of four adults drove the approximate seven-hour journey to witness nuptials on the sandy beach. As we returned from the trip, traveling I-95 north, you were exposed to your first Sonny's barbecue encounter. As the year went on, I found that you fit into our family like basic moms at a pumpkin patch. You carried us on hikes at the local state park, then dropped your tailgate for leisurely outdoor lunches at our favorite Sunnies in Stark, Florida, with all three kids nestled up in your truck bed, munching on tater tots and sipping root beer as we people watched. One particularly fond memory I have was with only you and Adam and our dog, Coda. Again at Sunnies, our legs dangled off your edge as we shared a coleslaw and pulled pork sandwich, Two cracked cool ones by our side, country music providing the gentle background ambiance. A woman working the to-go window directly across from the parking lot slid it open and yelled out, Great date night! We smiled and nodded in agreement. You lived up to your word, performing with an impressive average of that 50 miles per gallon I found so alluring about your personality. 
Our relationship was slowly growing layers of emotional depth as we did life together amongst the chaos. The words, I love you slash this truck, teetering on the edge of my lips when people would inquire after you, but I wasn't quite ready to reveal that vulnerability yet. Then, the unthinkable happened. One day, a seemingly normal day by all accounts, we journeyed our route to work together. I had nestled you in the shade of on the first floor upramp of a local parking garage where you could remain cool. That afternoon, a portion of the top third floor of that garage collapsed onto the second floor below it. By the grace of God, no human was hurt. A number of vehicles were smashed, and the rest of them that were parked in the garage were suddenly trapped, you, my love, being one of them. The owners of the trapped vehicles were informed it would be some time before we would know when, if ever, we would have you safely returned to us. Initially, I processed our unplanned separation with an attitude of self-control. I realized there was nothing I could do to reunite us quickly and had to trust in the process of the disaster response trucks and cranes. I connected with a local car rental agency and they gave me a loaner car. You were not replaced. As the weeks went on, the time apart began to wear on me. There were dark feelings of despair. Would I ever see you again? I lamented to anyone that would listen. I don't know if Rico is cold or hungry or tired. I don't know anything about how she's doing. Then one day, six weeks into our separation, I got the call. You had been rescued from the garage and placed in a parking lot for me. Could it be true? Were we to see each other again? I gathered the rest of the family who had also been lamenting each day of the separation, and we traveled together to Lot A. There, after taking a right turn out of traffic, we found you, unscathed, slightly windblown from debris, but just as I had always remembered you. Cactus gray, soft, and actually more beautiful than I could recall. We piled inside, laughed at the empty Chick-fil-A bag found, and pushed the button to ignite your hybrid engine. Built Ford Tough appeared on your screen, and in that moment I could kiss you. We placed you in drive and cruised our way to the local Chick-fil-A. There we dropped your tailgate and feasted on chicken nuggets and chocolate milkshakes. You were back with us. You were home. That Saturday, we took you to our eldest son's soccer game. We backed your tailgate up to face the south end of the field. Sawyer sat down and began putting on his shin guards and cleats to Something About a Truck by Kip Moore, while Daddy and Cal and I tailgated until the end of warm-ups. Later that week, when it was just us, I wanted to do something special for you. We traveled the road to the car wash where you were basked in warmth and scrubs, followed by a sunshine dry as I began the process of detailing your inner cab. As I methodically traveled your floorboards with the vacuum tube, I allowed myself to realize what I had almost lost. How wonderful of a vehicle you are. How glad I was to have you back in my arms. While I ran a wet cloth through your interior, I felt immense gratitude while reflecting on your absence, which had certainly allowed my heart to grow fonder. Following the completion of cleaning... I climbed up on your driver's side seat and noticed a smudge on your door frame. Without much thought, I licked my thumb and began rubbing it out, much in the way that a mother lioness bathes her cub.
It was in that moment that I understood this to be a true love. Thank you for coming home to me. XO, Bethany. Postscript to the reader. Not two weeks after the return of Rico, I was commuting southbound. A hard rock ricocheted off her windshield, causing a sudden crack in the glass foundation. My heart nearly stopped at the sound of the infraction. Rico may be home, but I cannot shield her from the dangers of the road that she is back to traveling. Godspeed, my girl. Godspeed. Okay, that wraps up this week's piece. I am truly grateful to have my vehicle back. And as probably made clear in the post, we are making new memories with Rico every day. Thank you all very much for listening and or reading. We appreciate you so much following along with us. Please make sure you're subscribing at knockitoff.substack.com. We put posts out every Sunday free of charge. Thanks so much for listening and we will see you next week.